Warning, the stories you're about to hear are detailed accounts of shenanigans, pranks, and some mistakes that are meant to replicate the sort of discussions that veterans have when they reunite over a cold beverage and do not depict the professional daily actions of the military at large. We hope to make you laugh, but not to disrespect our proud men and women in uniform. Listener discretion is advised. Camo Comedy, where we take a humorous look at the lighter side of military service. We got a big show for you today, but before we jump into it, if you like what we're doing here, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, whatever they call it on your podcasting platform. And while you're at it, give us a five-star rating, write us a review, as that makes us more relevant in the algorithm and boosts the overall visibility of the show. But word-of-mouth advertising is just oh so powerful, so if you tell some friends, I will love you forever. Okay, let's jump into the show. Put your phone on silent. You just fucked up the whole show. Don't tell me how to live. There's one rule in the studio. No pants. No pants. (laughs) (laughs) I am your host, Aaron Wolf. Just as a friendly reminder to everybody in the audience, Monday, 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 we put out a new show. So make sure you give that notification bell a nice little tap so you don't miss a show. Joining me today is the sizzling human queef, Call Sign Cheeks. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What did you just call me? Look, don't get all queefy on me. To quote the, uh, the great Mark Norman. Shout out to Mark Norman. Don't get all queefy on the show. Don't get all queefy. (laughs) I hate you. You're the sizzling human queef. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. What are you what are you doing today? What are you 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 doing? I'm spreading cheeks and not hate. That's what I'm doing. That's what we love to hear. All right, we got a loaded show today. Again. We're going to switch it up a little bit. Call sign Cheeks, do you want to take over? Yeah. So the first the first story. Yeah, our first story is uh it's in an airport and Anyone who travels in the military knows that when you're waiting at a gate and everyone's going to the same place, that everybody's either military or a military spouse, right? Right. So generally speaking, you don't like to travel in uniform, but if you do, you make sure you wear your shit right. Right. Because you represent the uniform. Yeah. And you want to be a good ambassador for the military, you know, put your best foot forward, that kind of stuff. Right. Well, this guy wasn't being the best ambassador because he was sitting at the bar getting shammered. Oh, fuck me. Right? And <laughs> the guy who decides to come up and talk with him, right, he looks him up and down, sees that his uniform's all fucked up, his patches are all all wonky, his flag's yeah. not perfectly squared off, you know what I mean? And he's wearing the wizard sleeves. Oh, fuck. Okay, so he doesn't have his Has, his like, sleeve of buttons. wizard. Sleeve of wizard. <laughs> so he doesn't have the, the buttons cuffed on his sleeves, right? Oh, shit. So, yeah. and anybody who comes up to correct you about your uniform is usually somebody with some rank, right? Or somebody that has some respect for the uniform, for sure. Probably right. a veteran, probably somebody that's in the know. Yeah, somebody who knows what they're talking about. Right. Well, this guy comes up. Talks to the soldier who's in E4, and he's like, hey, uh, you might want to cuff those those sleeves up, man. Yeah. And this guy goes, well, it's not how we do it in my fucking army. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I see where this is going. So, <laughs> this, this dude identifies himself as the command sergeant major. Oh, shit. Which is top tier enlisted. Okay, so, uh, I, so just that, just for clarification, was he the, the sergeant major of this guy's battalion or was oh, it? Of the army. Like not the oh. sergeant major of the army, but like right there with him. Oh, like in the so same he, circle. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. He picked the wrong guy to fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> so he locks him up, starts giving him what for and whatnot. And this story's coming from someone observing. Okay. Yeah. So this is the story like secondhand watching this happen. Like, ooh, what an idiot. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, look, man. I mean, 
you just got to own it at that point. You fucked up. Yeah. You're 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 being shit face drunk at an airport mm-hmm. in uniform, mm-hmm. and you're fucked up. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna talk shit to somebody who comes over and corrects you. Yep. And not knowing who the fuck that they are, and they oh. turned out to be. He knows who he is now. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes soldiers got to learn the hard way, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, he got locked up and everything. I'm pretty sure he was telling him he's going to... This command sergeant major is telling the specialist, I'm, I know oh, where you work. I know fuck. who your first sergeant is. That's not the way you conduct yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That guy got squared away for Yo, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously we don't condone this kind of behavior, but when it goes south like this, it is funny. It is. So right? emails those stories. <laughs> <laughs> right. We want to know. So, so, dude, check out this next story, right? Um, I, as a matter of fact, I see a theme developing here, right? I like on, themes. You know, what not to do. Oh, yeah. Right? So, this story takes place back in the 1990s, right? And it's an 82nd Airborne story. And I love these because Airborne cats generally are a little nuts. Oh, yeah. In all, in all the best ways. So, there was one Friday night where the 82nd Airborne got word that there was a... Uh, there was a dictator who had just passed away, mm-hmm. and they expected things, they anticipated that things in this country could go sideways. So they kind of put these guys on a warning order like, hey, there's a good chance that you guys are going to be dropping in to this location when things go south. Oh, so they're getting spun up. Yeah. Well, it, you know, the way that it worked was, is there was no orders to actually go and do anything, but, the, you know, obviously the, the powers that be way up the chain, they're going to be observing the situation in the country and say, if we've got to go in... You guys are the first end. You guys are going to be dropping in. So they're kind of giving them a warning. Hey, get your stuff together mm-hmm. and be prepared because if it does go in that direction, you guys need to be ready. Right. Yeah. Now, this all unfolds on a Friday night. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 82nd Airborne guys who just got this news. They're young guys and they're like, fuck it. When's the next time we're going to really have the party? Yeah. So they're getting fucked up yeah right and you know they're in their barracks whatever they're just kind of enjoying life and a couple of guys we're not going to go into a lot of details here but it's important to understand what an mre bomb is now it's not as bad as it sounds right but we don't we don't condone this kind of behavior right but it is as fun as it sounds (laughs) (laughs) essentially it is just like popping a big plastic bag really really loud right you're, you're just dealing with expanding gas so it's not like it's a bomb but it makes a really loud sound and of course this is horribly amusing to drunk 82nd airborne guys so one guy makes makes up one of these emery bombs and he throws it out the window of his barracks and they hear boom and of course these guys are all like giggling and laughing and everything like that ah ha ha we made a loud boom right then like off in the distance across base they hear their boom answered with another boom. Boom. And of course, More they're like, guys. oh, yeah, man. And so now there's a big deal with one-upsmanship. So now oh, yeah. they make like seven of these motherfuckers <laughs> and they just toss them all out the windows of their barracks. And it's like, boom, 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 boom. Right? And of <laughs> and course- this is on a military base? This is on a military base out of the barracks window oh, of the God. 82nd Airborne guys who just got a warning order yeah. that they could be getting combat dropped into yeah. a, a war situation. Dangerous. Right? So- <laughs> So they're just, they're like, hey, fuck it. We might die. Let's have some fun. Yeah. They're, they're having a good time. However, what they're not calculating is- you know, word spreads around a base. They know that, hey, 82nd Airborne possibly is getting spun up for, you know, big time mission. And now they're getting reports of 
what appears to be explosions happening at their <laughs> barracks. So the MPs respond and like there's like 12 MPs that like pull up lights, lights going and everything like that. And from what they said, these guys looked really worried, yeah. right? Because they're they're probably having to anticipate the worst and thinking, did these crazy motherfuckers take like grenades out of the the armory or something like that? And they're yeah. fucking around with that. So don't put it past infantry guys. You never know. Like it's not the most common, but <laughs> infantry guys and alcohol, something's blown up. <laughs> <laughs> so the MPs roll up and they're like, uh, yeah, um. We're going to have to come in your barracks and search. We're getting a lot of uh, reports of explosions happening around base. And the drunk 82nd guys are like, you ain't searching shit. <laughs> They're like, uh-oh, fuck me. All right. He's like, you ain't coming in this. This is our territory, right? You guys got to fucking stay out there. You're not fucking coming in here. You don't even know. You, you guys don't even know. <laughs> Right. So they're all drunk and they're telling the army MP guys, you're not fucking searching our barracks. If you come in here, you're going to have to fight all of us. So there's like 80 guys. They're 82nd Airborne. They're in this barracks and there's 12 of these MPs. Right. What makes this better. Is, so as a former infantryman, if you don't know, there is a longstanding, not rivalry, but mutual hatred from Ooh. MPs oh. to infantrymen because MPs are there to create order and infantry guys do the opposite of that oh, <laughs> so i can just imagine how this back and forth is going so they're starting to barricade themselves in there and it's it's getting later in the night it was like 11 you know 12 midnight something like that so all the guys that were awake and drunk and causing the commotion are, go are running around the barracks like waking everybody up like one of the younger guys had just gotten to the 82nd just you know a few months ago and uh he gets roused up out of bed he's like hey wake up we're fighting the cops he's <laughs> what? like wait what what i wait why are we fighting these cops i don't want to fight the cops like I, I i just went to bed like i just got woke up he's like they're in our area oh. Okay, works for me. And you know, he grabs his shit and he's he goes over and, and there and like so basically there was there was no melee or anything like that. Basically what they're doing is like they're barricading and then they're going up to the top you know part <laughs> yeah. and they're like fuck you guys, you're not coming in here, you know, like you're gonna have to fight all of us. So then about like you know, total of twenty five MPs show up and they're surrounding the building and everything like that. But we have numbers. Well twenty five versus eighty is still bad. <laughs> That's know, what I mean. Infantry odds, guys have got right? the numbers. Well, also, they're you know these guys know how to barricade, so they're like they're locking themselves in here and they're talking all kinds of shit up top, right? I'm picturing like 15 bunk beds just torn apart and stacked at the door. <laughs> I don't know about that, but what I do know is that there was like I, I, this was this was kind of like the colonel from Rambo that had to come and like talk sense into him or whatever. Yeah. There was a captain that got roused out to like the front lawn of this <laughs> barracks, and he's kind of like negotiating with the 82nd Airborne guys, and he's talking talking to the MPs, trying to, like, negotiate a separate piece on the front lawn of this thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, the, the up in the top floor, they're seeing, like, guys' ass cheeks getting pressed up against the window, and they're yelling, like, fuck you guys, you're not coming here, whatever. And they're, you know, we're happy to point out that this ended on a good note. As crazy as this story wow. sounds, right? The captain was working with, like, the CQ, you know, sergeant that was, that was there at the barracks and working with the MPs, be like, hey... These guys are a little spun up because, you know, they just got some news that they could be getting dropped into a war zone and they're being dickheads. They found out that it was MRE bombs, so fairly harmless, as, as bad as it sounds. Yeah. Captain basically comes to 80 seconds like, all right, 
Everybody go to bed. You're pissing everybody off on base, causing a ruckus. Like, stop throwing shit out the window and fucking causing booms. So, yeah. I'm picturing the captain with, like, a bullhorn outside. Put your pants up. We don't need to see this. No more MRE bombs. People are sleeping. Quit being dickheads and go to bed. Yeah. So, basically, you know, ends on a high note. They ended up, you know, sh- that captain ended up shutting everything down. Yeah. And the cops were like, okay, you know, we get it. You know, I, I'm not sure exactly what was said on the front lawn. We didn't get that piece of information. But it, all the 82nd Airborne went to bed, lights out, no more incidents, no more no more loud booms or anything like that. And, you know, the cops went, all about, went on about their business. I like to think that the captain was looking at the other MPs like, oh, it's fine. They'll, they'll tucker themselves out eventually. Just- <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> they'll go to could've bed. <laughs> they just had to get it out of their system, yeah. I guess. Uh- but I love that story, man. As chaotic as chaotic as it sounds, you know, this is clearly not the right thing to do. We are not endorsing this kind of negative behavior. But since it ended on a good note without incident, yeah, you know, we're happy. We're happy to report those things. Yeah. So our next one's going to be another Vietnam story. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Welcome home, boys. Yeah, welcome home. Thank you for your service. And we just want to point out that uh, that generation did a lot to uh, promote the benefits and everything that a lot of veterans are receiving these days. So thanks for all your fighting, both you know overseas and here at home. So we'll call uh, our, our soldier here. He's an enlisted fella. We'll call him Joe, like G.I. Joe. <laughs> Okay. What up, Joe? What up, Joe? Well, Joe is working at the headquarters unit. Okay. Okay. Now, just to just to clarify, this is in country in Vietnam. Yes. So correct? this is okay. in Vietnam, in country, in like a headquarters unit. Gotcha. Enlisted Joe is sitting there talking to the LT, sitting like on the corner of his desk, just BSing with them. Yeah. And the LT pulls out his forty-five. Just for the audience members who don't know, LT is short for lieutenant, who is like the lower level. Of the officer ranks. The officers are all the supervisors in the military, right. if you will. So Joe tells us that this guy's a second lieutenant, which is the lowest level of lieutenant okay. you can get. And second lieutenants always catch a lot of shit in the military. Like, yeah. you can't spell loss without LT. And, oh. like, yeah, they don't know how to read maps. It's just, they're... We love you, officers. <laughs> so LT pulls out his, his forty five, And Joe's like, well, what are you doing? He's like, oh, it's time to clean my my service weapon. He's like, oh, okay, well, if you're going to do that, I'm going to go back to work. Right, I'm going to go do something else. Yeah, so he hops off the desk, takes two steps, boom! Oh, shit. (laughs) So, again, they're in Vietnam. Yeah. Right, here's a big, loud gunshot. Joe's sitting there trying to get his his service weapon out. He's fiddling with the doodads, because it's not just a a regular holster like we have nowadays. They're like the cloth ones with snaps and buttons. and those are terrible. terrible. Well, two steps, boom, Trying to get his gun, turns around. He just sees the lieutenant sitting there with the gun in his hand, all all moon face. Oh, like, shit. Uh, oh shit! Oh uh, shit! So yeah, so Joe sees that he's got the the magazine out, holding the forty five. Oh fuck me! He sees a bullet hole in the desk right where he was sitting. Oh shit! Yeah. So yeah. Joe's like, "Well, I don't need this anymore." Puts his gun away. <laughs> he's like, "Well, right. you enjoy what's coming for you, buddy." Oh yeah, because this. <laughs> He's in the headquarters building, yeah. so there's got to be colonels, everybody, majors, everybody's in there, and it's not like he can just pawn this off on somebody else. <laughs> right. Like you're owning that shit, yeah. Because I, I guarantee you, those officers, the the top brass, they definitely were having a similar reaction to Joe. Yeah, you know, they're like, "What the fuck?" And then when they find out that this is their lower lower level guy, <laughs> that's a leader, you know, oh shit. Yeah, I, I would love to hear. 
how that guy, how that ended with that lieutenant. So, yeah, I would too. But Joe says that he almost got killed in Vietnam <laughs> by a second lieutenant. And he says that he still has the bullet at home today. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, again, for another, you know, rough story, we're glad that it had a happy ending. Yeah, like that's that. the best case scenario in exactly. that story. Two yeah. steps. Hops off the desk, two steps, boom, almost shits his pants. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. So, dude, I love this next story. This story takes place in Afghanistan, and this is an Army Ranger story. We love our Army Rangers, yes. right? So, there's one main character here, and we're going to call him Staff Sergeant Franz with three Zs. Three Zs? <laughs> yes. Not one or two, but like not an S, but three Zs? Franz. Is this it's guy important. like sleeping on duty or something? <laughs> Absolutely not. And that, well, we're going to get to that, so okay. check this out, man. All right, so these guys, they were put on a recon mission, right? So, they're deep behind enemy lines, and they're on a 72-hour mission. Mm. Right. And they have been divided into two groups of two. So they have two elements and you've got the squad leader, Staff Sergeant Franz. Mm -hmm. Right. So two groups of two. It's not like they can do one up, one down. No. And that's the problem here is like they are out. They're outside the wire, deep behind enemy lines for three days. Mm. Right. And so it's it's rough going. And they get to like hour 71 of the 72 hour mission. And they're like and Staff Sergeant Franz is like, bro, it's been a rough couple of days. Yeah. It's not been easy going where they've been at. And he's just like, fuck it. Laughing's better than crying. So he just decides to change up their call signs. Yes. Like they started out, it was something like, you know, Raptor 1 and Ghost 2 or yeah, something some like cool that. Some cool guy shit. Some cool guy shit, right? <clears throat> but then he decides, like they've got a command element that does like sit reps with him every sure. so often or something like that. So they decide on the next sit rep. They're like, you know what? You guys are going to be Lucky Charm 1-1. One, one, and we're going to be Rainbow Bright 1-2. Yes. <laughs> From fucking Raptor 1 to Lucky Charm. It's like, fuck it, man. Like, we're we're having some fun. He's like, yeah. we could le legitimately die out here, so we're going to at least enjoy ourselves a little bit. Yeah, right? get a good giggle while you're out there. Absolutely. So the command element calls for their next sit rep, and he informs them. He's like... And oh, by the way, he was doing like the the walkie-talkie yeah. at the beginning and end of every every one of his transmissions. Yes. He's like, uh, command element, be advised, uh, there is no longer anybody here by that name. We are now Lucky Charm one one and Rainbow Bright one two. Yes. <laughs> then their command element comes back with. What in the fuck is this bullshit? You guys are professionals. You need to start acting like it. Oh no. So yeah, their command. Like, comes back and just completely just destroys them. Yeah. And you could tell by the tone of voice and the words that they were using that this is like a big fish. Oh. And some of his guys on his team are kind of like side-dying and be like, bro, maybe this is time to, like, stop having some fun. He's yeah. like, fuck it. We could die out here, man. Yeah. Full send. He goes, uh, be advised, uh, Lucky Charm 1-1, one, one. there is no nobody here by those names. Um and I don't like you. Oh, no. You're now Captain Poopy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he said this to the command element? Yes. And oh. and his guys are like pissing themselves laughing. He's just like, fuck it, man. Full send. Good like, for him. <laughs> Hell yeah. What a set. So, yeah, he had a set. He had a set. I got I to gotta give yeah. credit where credit's due, man. So they're just like, what are the chances we're going to run into these guys? Fuck them. Like, we're, you know. We're out here. It's, you know, they're they're deep into like hour 72, 73 by this point. So they're just like, look, we're 
we're having some fun wherever we can because they don't even know if they're going to make it back to base. What a good leader giving his troops a morale boost like that, though. So check this out. They finally get back to base, and it's it's longer than 72 hours at this yeah. point. They're just dragging ass. They're like, you know, they're like dragging their, their rifles oh, along and their God. equipment and stuff like that, just bumbling to get back Sweaty, to their hooch. and disheveled. To, yeah, shower and go to bed, right? And from behind him, Sergeant Franz hears, Sergeant Friends. Ooh. Fuck me. <laughs> this is where you pay for it. He's like, oh, fuck. He spins around. There's a two-star general standing no. behind him. And he fucking comes right up in his face and gets like nose to nose. And this major general goes, I just got one fucking thing to say to you. Nice fucking job out there. Captain Poopy Pants out. Ah, yes. <laughs> And then he, then the, the general just spins and walks away. And they're just like, dude, you got fucking lucky on that one, right? Because that could have gone really bad, oh. right? Because he was talking mass shit over the radio during this, this recon mission, I'm right? sure he's standing like, is this real? Like, oh, what the fuck was that? So at least this, and, and just, just, just to let everybody in the audience know that Major General is high. Yeah. It is a two-star general, and there's a one-star, two-star, three-star, four-star, and that's the top. That's the top of the top. That's it. And, like, there's not many two-stars out there. No, if the two-star knows your name and you're an enlisted, like a a staff sergeant (laughs) E6, and he knows your name, you know that when you hear it come out of his mouth, you are about to get fucked. Let's also appreciate the fact that this this E6 was calling to two-star Captain Poopy Pants <laughs> over the fucking radio on a recon mission. <laughs> and, and you also got to appreciate the fact that, okay, this general recognized, like, okay, they're on, like, hour 72. Yeah. They're definitely getting slap happy and a little, like, punch drunk or whatever right. you want to call it. All right. We get it. Like. Is it appropriate? No, but it reminds me of this uh, this this comedian from back in the day. He was a pianist. His name was Victor Borg, right? I think it's pianist. I say pianist. Okay. <laughs> so he, he used the piano in his act, and one of the things he used to do is he would play songs that everybody knew, right? And it would be like, row, row, row your boat or something like that. And then he would play like off key. And then you would see him like flip his sheet music, you know, like 180 degrees. And then he would start playing on the right key and everybody would laugh. Yeah. And that's because everybody knew the song. Everybody knew the right notes to the music. Right. And it was funny because he was doing the wrong thing. Right. And so we just want to tie this all up and say we we had a lot of things that are (laughs) off key here today. We don't condone any of this type of behavior. But it is funny because we know the right notes. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck you. Fuck me. Fuck you. checking out the Camo Comedy Show podcast. If you like what we're doing here and you want to participate in this community, there are many different ways that you can contribute. First and foremost, tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth advertising is very powerful and we really appreciate you for helping us out. If you have any funny military stories of your own or know somebody who does, with their permission, of course, you can contribute those stories via email at stories at camocomedy.com. That's stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, at C-A-M-M-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. Or if you're not too good at the internet, drop us a voicemail at area code 531-222-6146. That's area code 531 
8846. That's right, we're giving away our phone number. We want funny military stories from all eras. So if you're not from a generation that's heavily online, we don't want there to be a barrier for participation. We have a lot of big plans for this show and building this community to support veterans. We will announce here soon, so stay tuned. All right, I'm going to go have a nice, spicy bowl of chili. Later. This is in an airport. <laughs> Clip this. You want me to throw it? I'll start it? over. Yeah, let, let me throw it to you. Okay. Because we can, we can add some of that. We can, we Sorry, can play th- with I was thinking shit. about queefs. <laughs> I was being queefy. How could you not think about a good, solid, sizzling queef? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is a sizzling queef? <laughs> Yes, too amused by my own I shit. love when you break. It's my favorite. <laughs> All right. <laughs>